Welcome back to the Drop Pod, a Warhammer 40k podcast. I'm your host, Garrett, and I'm joined by Blake again. Blake, we're coming up on a year here. I know. I feel like. It's it's, it's flown by, honestly. I, it, we were talking about that last time we were with each other, like after the podcast. Like, it's been a year. It's a long time. Yeah. Kind of kind of wild. Probably no- Spinning our wheels for a whole year. Probably north of like, <laughs> uh, what, north of 50 episodes maybe, or close to at least? Close to it. It might have been like, I don't know when the first one came out. Is that sad? I don't know. I think it, was, it might have been like late January. Yeah, I think it was late January. So we're definitely coming on to it. So, hey, pretty cool. Um, that's an accomplishment on its own, yeah. I guess. Uh, I didn't think we'd have the drive to keep going for a year, but here we are and still still feels yeah. good. Here I am just throwing my money into something that just doesn't <laughs> doesn't make any money, but it's just like, uh, I mean, it's here we go. It's fun. I it. mean, it gives us something to do, something yeah. to talk about. It is. Yeah, I always find I'm like sometimes – gotta take notes and i'm like fuck dude like i do not want to do that right now yeah but then when i sit down and we <clears throat> actually record the podcast it's not bad yeah it's actually pretty fun no it's definitely fun yeah it's just like we i mean it's probably a theme of our podcast here is just finding time to do anything so um you know that that'll yeah. always be the challenge of life yeah yeah we were supposed to be doing this like 30 minutes ago 45 minutes ago yep. and uh just interruptions. Yeah. Fucking never end. Fucking life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I literally, I went out to the, went out to do errands today and it just, it just escalated into just like, a, <laughs> like it went out, we went out to do grocery shopping and swing to Home Depot cause I had some flooding in my house. So needed to like prepare for, you know, cause we're getting like 14 inches of snow apparently. Yeah. And then it's 50 degrees. And then it's 50 raining, degrees. Like, I'm like, great. So later, I'm going to yeah. deal with more flooding probably in that same space. So I had to go get that. And then Home Depot does this like, workshop for kids and my wife found it with the kids and i'm like all right so we built trucks and i'm like okay now all of a sudden i've got you know three and a half hours out of my morning i'm doing that i'm like okay (laughs) between grocery shopping and building trucks here we are yeah okay yeah that's uh i'm not i mean that's not that bad usually but now i'm familiar with the uh let's just do this real quick yeah exactly real quick real quick famous one is like Hey, you want to go like get dinner or do something like this? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then like halfway there, I'm like, oh, we got to go here too. By the way, yeah. <laughs> and like do this. All right, like yep. we're already. I guess I'm in it now. So, yep. I whatever. I I have uh, several few, uh, new bruised fingernails from my my daughter hammering and missing oh. the nail. <laughs> nice, yep. nice. Yep, because yeah, they hit their own finger. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Crying. She hit. She did do it once. She toughed it right through it and proceeded to hit mine immediately after. And you had to just be like, "Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, let's, try again. Let's use the little hammer now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you said you've been really just getting after the pile of shame. Huh? Yeah, I, I have been. I'm actually because I did something that I was. Um, uh, I've been looking to do for a while. I actually, I don't know if you saw on G Dubs, but the restock uh, happened for Armagers. So I bought two for the Dude, custodians. No way. Yep. Dude, I need to go get them right now, like like ASAP because they'll be gone in like yeah, two. seconds. I don't know if this was like two days ago. I think so. I probably should text you. Oh, they're probably already gone, dude. I bet. But yeah, so I got two Armagers for my um, custodians that I'm gonna paint up in the in like fashion. Um, so I'm trying to just like drive through kind of at least my significant pile of shame, like trying to finish basing the nids and trying to wrap up some of these, like I've got a, you know, some black Legion, um, kill teams that I'm just trying to finish the details on, get that out of the way. So when I get the armatures, I can just 
steer right into them. Nice, nice. But are they there? Uh, I'm in a queue for. Oh yeah, that's the thing today. So at least everyone that's going right now is probably not ordering that. Yeah. You know what's fucked is I had. They probably sent it to my Gmail, which I never check. I had to, like, uh, send me an email when Armagers come back in stock because I need them. I did, too, and I didn't get an email. I just happened to be, like, late at night. <laughs> it, I pulled on my iPad, and I went into Safari, and it was the last thing up. And I'm like, oh, wait, are these in stock? And I just was like, oh, my God, they're in stock. And just basically just said, yep. Oh, maybe it's a secret then. Yeah, maybe, maybe they like- But so how, I was going to ask you, like, they seem pretty easy to magnetize. Did you magnetize yours? Yeah, they are pretty easy to magnetize, yeah. for sure. Because I'm thinking about... Like, definitely just... But yeah, but you just change them out super easy. Yeah, that's what it was looking like. Um, so I'm gonna definitely do that because originally I was thinking about doing like the long range ones, like the auto cannon ones for the custodies, because I want some sort yeah. of like range damage. I know the Forge World tanks are better, but it's also a Forge World price tag and resin, and I'm just like, man, I just I don't think I have the patience to spend a. How many points are those tanks? Um, I'm not are even not even sure. Yeah, I think they're I think they're probably north of 200. Yeah, so like one Warglaive would be some pretty good anti-tank with a Thermal Lance. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking about having that, but um, like that's the What's thing the too. Is like I can't remember. Custodies are also kind of like an up-close-and-personal team, or I mean army, so I'm like... Yeah, and you're getting like re-rolls against vehicles, right? Yeah, you can you can strat that up. So I'm not too worried about that. Like I think I'm... I just I think I could just use some bit more range. And they're uh, 300 points for two of them. It's really not that bad. For now, until it's really, yeah, it's not, um, especially when, yeah, thermosphere strength 12. Yeah, so that's not a bad thing, option for like you know, sprinting up the board, ripping into some, some like you know, dreadnoughts or whatever they're pushing up, and then just letting custodies pick them up when they're gone. But I don't, yeah, they're fast too, yeah, right, exactly. And they got good OC as well, so I can kind of leave them to leave them to be, but I don't know, don't know which one's the better option. But I, again, I wanted to try to get both, both kits on it, uh, yeah, just because. It's, they seem actually pretty easy to do compared to like other nights. I know you said like the other nights were kind of a pain, or maybe just tedious. Not not so much a pain. Yeah, just, just tedious. tedious. Yeah, so. just tedious. These look like they literally have a spot for a magnet, like a, and you just swap it out yeah. on the arm, yep. on the joint. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So how about you? Cool. What are you working on right now? Well, um, I decided I was gonna like kitbash a knob. With a wall banner for the orcs. Nice. So I took a, uh, like one of the shields that comes on a, what's it called? Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, an Imperial Knight. Yep. Made him like a big banner. Uh, so he's going to be, got to do him mostly. But I'm dude, I've been painting uh, Legion's Imperialis tanks and uh, Dreadnoughts and shit. Yeah. Dude, it's pretty fire, not going to lie. Yeah, I know. It's I like saw the minimal effort. I saw the Dreadnought. Like, you know how, like, yeah, you know how you like hold a miniature away that if you hold it up close, you're like, that's not good. And then you hold it like two feet away. And you're like, nah, that's fine. Yeah. That's those miniatures at all times. <laughs> like, you cannot get it so close that it looks like shit, you know? Right. To just minimal effort. It's super rewarding, yep. fast. Yeah. Ton of fun. Have you so. have you looked over the rules yet? Like, or kind of in more more depth? I know you kind of said you glanced through Not it. a ton. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, kind of scrolled through it real quick. I know, I think, I think Winter said that his, um, this Sunday, he's actually going to do a battle rep for it. So I'm interested to watch it. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So I'm thinking about yeah, I th- yeah, I heard him say that. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a pretty involved one, but I'm I'm, I'm curious about the game. I mean, like, like, 
when we in heresy you said it looked fun yeah i mean it does when heresy came out like it was definitely like i like that area that time in the universe but like i just it was hard for me to just get motivation to paint a whole legion or a whole nother army that i was like man i don't even know i want to get this but the yeah. caveat to lead or um, the um what is it imperialis yeah legions imperialis. Legion imperialis is that it's um like you said it just you can get a box and fly through it so yeah i think it is a bit of an invest it's like having another 40k army as far as money goes mm-hmm. but the time is like pretty right small i think from what i gather so far yeah i mean then again the, the sky's the limit if you want to spend a ton of time on every, everything you can right but well and that's the thing too like you could like because the kick the starter box came with the terrain right no oh so you still have to buy terrain yeah, yeah, that's the that's tough the part. tough part, right? That that is literally the killer on it because it's you like just, that's you're only using it for that. There's nothing else you can use it for. Because a yeah. primary space marine probably would be a giant compared to that thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so. I, uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't. Um, I definitely want. We'll to try I it. definitely want it because I well, I've always wanted a Thunderhawk, and like the when I saw the little mini Thunderhawks, I'm like, man, those things are badass. I would love to just like have a few of those for shits and gigs. So. Yeah, I think once I learned the rules, I I just like watched a couple battle reports. People just mentioned like offhand like rules and shit that happened. Mm-hmm. Really cool. It just seems like the list building would pretty would be very fun. Yeah, it, it, like if you have a Thunderhawk with guys in it, mm-hmm. like if it has regular Marines in it, it has to like land, so it's like land so to speak to let them off. Yep. But if they have jetpacks, they can just jump out whenever the fuck they want. That's pretty cool. It's like that's yeah. sick actually. Yeah. So when when the whole when the whole um like uh kind of collection gets on uh, uh released i'll probably like be a little more like because i want knights want i want titans i want i want like all the the guys i want thunderhawks but i don't know it's just it looks fun but i don't know i have to i'd have to yeah. i'd have to i want it all there so i can like really pick and choose instead of like kind of i don't even know what what options they have right now yeah um, still listening to Hell's Reach. Almost done with it. Yep. Um, yeah, that's about it. You listening to anything? No, I'm currently not really. Been, uh, that's not what I've been doing in my free time, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, free time is uh, few oh, and far between. And I, I did have a uh, basketball game this week. That was hilarious, actually. Yeah, how so? Yeah. Uh, it was... Okay, so we get to the gym. So you have a, like a lot of gyms have like the full court and then going across the other way of the court, mm-hmm. they have two other smaller courts. Yeah, yeah. So there's like six hoops around the gym. Mm-hmm. Well, the the full court hoops got stuck at like seven feet. Like someone broke the crank. So they're stuck at seven feet. That sounds good. <laughs> so we played the other way going like, because those, those ones are at the full height. Yeah. But the other way. Uh, like, but it's like five strides, you know, right. if you're like at a sprint or whatever, five strides, you're like in from one paint to the other. You right. Know? But, uh, the other team had maybe one dude that was my height and then everyone else was like five, 10 at most and not our team also. Yeah. The final score was 89 to 41. Damn. Tough. <laughs> Tough day for them and their their big guy. <laughs> dude, their big guy. We had this dude on our team. His name's Dave. Mm-hmm. He's like three feet wide, dude. You like if he's if you're guarding him, he's holding the ball, and he just puts it on the other side of his body. You can't reach it. Damn. So he just like just pivots into the paint and just 
puts up this little bunny shot, like all the time. We were up by thirty, and the, and the big dude that was guarding him was like, he literally said to him, "You play like dog shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you're down by thirty. <laughs> it was Relax. fucking hilarious. Yeah, he he was freaking out, dude. The rest teed him up. That's like, dude, it's men's league. Come, like, come on. Oh damn, it was like official shit. Like, you got a refs there and like a built a, yeah, yeah. a structured team. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, like that's that. Like our team's like always the same. Oh okay. So it's it's a I feel like it's a pretty good team. Yeah. Pretty stacked for the competition that's there. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. Fair, yeah. I remember when I was in, when we were playing like basketball, like in high school, like that was like our thing. Is like for some reason, like between like four years ahead of me and four years after me, for some reason, like the men were just growing big. I don't. Like, I think I was one of the shorter guys on my basketball team in high school, which is insane. Yeah, I'm I'm six one, and like I I think the next like I was the only guy shorter than me was like Templeton and D. Everyone else was bigger than me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, and then before weird. me, there was like the Swains and Kyle, Kyle Forrest. Like, they were all big guys, too. And then after it was like, you know, your class, which you guys had some pretty big guys as well. You know, you're pretty tall, and Nick was tall. Yeah. Although Nick and I were the tallest, I think. Yeah. No. Well, but anyhow. But it was, anyhow. Uh, but we had zero basketball talent. <laughs> At least my class. Yeah, that's, that's, we, that's true. We, that's we true. were terrible basketball. We just made we're up for it with athleticism. Freak, freak of nature athletes and big, big fucking farm boys, apparently. Like, just. Yeah. And there's Thomas out there just. Lanking around. Yeah. Yeah. No coordination. Zero. Catch a ball five minutes after his chest. <laughs> and his He's head. going the opposite way. We had a kid when I was growing up. He was, he was always going the opposite direction <laughs> like he i think he was a little slow like like actually yeah, yeah. like a little bit behind yeah definitely behind on the basketball court <laughs> like everyone would be running back on defense he'd be like just going the other way to offense yeah. and he'd be getting so visibly frustrated oh he fucking throw his arms up <laughs> turn around start running back the other way dude it was hilarious oh i missed so. i missed that kid he was a good sport about it you know he was uh it was he was a lot of fun Who, Th- thomas? thomas yeah he's a good sport about it yeah yeah. It was good practice. Was. Yeah. So that was definitely 40K related. I think the Stardews play basketball pretty frequently. Yeah. All the time, dude. Yeah. The chapters assemble their greatest teams. They'll meet up on Terra once a year. Fucking throw down. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine <laughs> just that kind of basketball game. A thousand the blood, teams. The bloodbath. Yeah. There'd be some fucking hoopers too, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember that? And, and um... Oh my god! What's it called? Uh, Devastation of Ball. That, that they literally just do that. They just like fight pits for fun. I don't remember that. Um, the Blood Angels too. Huh? Yeah, the Blood Angels. Remember that? That yeah. like damned Legion came in during, like in the mid, in the middle of it, and like they basically were like, you know, asking for forgiveness. And Dante's like, "Fine, we will take you, but we're not happy about it." But it was when like I don't remember one of the oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I remember what you're talking about two captains basically fought yeah, each like other. All meet it. Yeah, and like yeah, one, yeah. the one the guy who fought the guy who disobeyed one, one captain. Irwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got smoked. Yeah, but I remember like my grandpa's name was Irwin. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, dude, never heard that name anywhere else. <laughs> Might as well be a uh, Blood Angels captain. Might as well be a Space Marine <laughs> captain. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So today, what all right, we, what do we got on the docket today? Huh. Uh. Dark Tide, like in general. Yep. Uh, Hive Tertium, Dark Tide, Atoma Prime, mm-hmm. Mobian Domain. Uh, 
pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it seems pretty bleak. Yeah, though. Dan, I mean, Dan Abnett, yeah, wrote wrote all this stuff. Oh, did he for the game? Yeah, like he sort of crafted the narrative behind it, and it's not like a crazy narrative. No, no, no. But um, like a general, it's more of a setting, just like Forty K is. But I will like when I was reading reading through your notes and whatnot. Again, I haven't played the game, but it it they definitely they definitely fleshed out a, a good good horizon and space around this, which I was like, yeah, wow, this sure. is like. Because then when you get to that point where it's like, where you come in, I'm like, that's like, that's like at the end of the note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's a good portion that's really, truly invested in like the setting and, a lot and the of environment. It, it's just like, yeah, in like, vo- like people pull lore from voice lines mm-hmm. in the game. And dude, some of the voice lines are so great. Yeah. Like there's one, the- you've, I'm, everyone's, everyone's heard it where like the zealot is screams like, um, uh, like blood for the emperor and skulls for the golden throne. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's a gr- that's a great one. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> that's a great one. There's a, so many great interactions between like just the characters, mm-hmm. Ogrins and Psychers. Yeah, the o- Ogrins are really um, scholars dude, of the so funny. of the Imperium. Oh yeah, they have like he always has trouble pronouncing Medicaid. He's like Medicaid. It's like, dude, it's so funny. So the game really aesthetically and through a lot of. The ta- just the ta- general taste of it just nails 40k. Yeah, sure. I've watched plenty of videos on it um, and played game through of it, and I mean it definitely came off a little little rocky out the gate, but it looks like they've kind of you know made their adjustments. It's better, but the problem is you almost have to like play like you're not even playing the real game. It feels like until you reach level 30, which takes like I don't know 10 hours maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's per one character, mm. and there's like, or for one class, and there's four classes: the, the ogre, and the psyker, the veteran, and the zealot. So, yeah, like you can, when you get to level thirty, like you're just accruing like all these like resources and money and like all this other shit to like get you new weapons and upgrade shit. Yeah, but why would you do that beforehand when you're just gonna quickly outclass whatever weapon you create? Right. So you're kind of just grinding until you get to level thirty. Which kind of sucks, but yeah, yeah. I mean, is what it is. It's how some games are. Unfortunately, some people love it, some people hate it. But yeah. So anyhow, that's uh, that's not really relevant to the lore. But uh, the quote for this episode is one right from Dark Tide, and it is: "I have seen what the rewards of freedom are." So I'm assuming this is pulled from some sort of chaos tainted maniac howling about freedom. True, you know the the true freedom. Mm-hmm. So the quote is, I've seen what the freedoms, or sorry, what the rewards of freedom are. The screams of those not allowed to die, the drip of blood, and the howling of hungry things on the edge of sight. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) definitely has uh, the zealot cultist kind of vibe, huh? Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, The vessel name for this episode is the Morning Star. Which is the rogue trader vessel in the, that you sort of operate? It's like the base of operations in the game, and it is uh, requisitioned by an inquisitor named Grendel, who obviously intentionally remains pretty vague and uh, sort of detached from the whole situation. Like you never even mm-hmm. meet him throughout the whole story, which is still really still developing. The story kind of just is ongoing with every update. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you something? Um, rogue traders are they literally just people who just like kind of pirates, like just that make yeah. trades, um, or not really so much pirates, but they just they collect things and they trade things. Like they're not enemies in the Imperium, but they're not like good guys I think either. They make their 
Yeah, they're definitely <clears throat> they're definitely mostly loyal to the Imperium, mm-hmm. but they I think they put like profits above all else, right? Okay. Like you know, like they're gonna make trades that if it's profitable, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna bend the rules a little bit, maybe go outside Imperial space, maybe even trade with some Xenos, make some like and just just to make money, right? Or if like there's a trade embargo on this this uh, you know system or whatever, like I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna sneak in there. And get whatever goods I can, or whatever. They're kind of just on their own program. They're OFP, mm-hmm. is what I'd call them. Yep. They're on their own fucking program. Yep. And uh, they just do what they want, and it's all like in the uh, you know spirit of money making, real capitalists, yeah. if you will. There, they are the yeah. So U.S. So some of them have USA. humongous ships and, and crews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of them have humongous ships and crews and everything. So this guy, Inquisitor Grendel, has requisitioned the Morning Star. Mm-hmm. Which is a rogue trader vessel, as we said, um, and the the lady that the, the rogue trader that owns it is uh, mis- shipmistress Brahms, I guess. Which you don't really see her like at all in the story in the game, but she does appear in that one trailer, like on the bridge of the Morning Star. Remember that? It's like it's the classic rogue trader look, like yeah. all this gold filigree yep. and crazy hair and shit. Yeah, so that's her, I believe. So this is uh, on. This takes place within Hive Tertium, which is on Atoma Prime, the planet Atoma Prime, yep. which is in the Mobian Domain, which is in Segmentum Solar. So this is say same uh, Segmentum as Terra. Right. So uh, it, always, it always like throws you off a little bit. It's like, oh, it's in Segmentum Solar. Like, holy shit. But Huge. the Segmentum is probably fucking humongous. Yeah. Like, it's so retardedly big. Right. <laughs> Like it's it's in Terra, but you're also looking at it on a map that puts the whole galaxy right. into one fucking picture. <laughs> it's like it's still grain really of salt. Wait, grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> conflicting reports on population of Atoma Prime and Hive Tertium. So Atoma Prime is the capital world of uh, the Mobian domain, and Atoma Prime, or sorry, Hive Tertium is like the capital city of. Atoma Prime. Uh, conflicting, I read both. I read both things. I read one that Atoma Prime had a population of ninety billion. Then I read that Hive Tertium, just the hive itself, had uh, a population of ninety billion. Wow, big number. Turns out, yeah, that's a lot of lot of people in <laughs> one confined space. Have you seen you seen the trailer for it? Like you mm-hmm. can see. Like the spires of the hive yeah. from orbit, like they're protruding, like into the stratosphere. Like right. they're fucking way up there. They're so high up. Like, so in the game, when you're walking around, like you look up in the sky. Yeah. It says like you can, like look up in the sky, and it looks like there's night. Like it's, like it's uh maybe like stars, but it's like oh shit. If you like look a little closer, there are artificial lights from like other fucking buildings. Like you're in a huge like chasm or cavern or whatever yeah which is, and then there's a whole other city ab- above you that's well the whole concept of like the hive cities is always like just blow my mind just like it's re- literally is just like yeah we're just gonna dig up and down or we're gonna dig down and build up and we're gonna cram as many people in there as possible and yes you, you don't work because you need to have a better life for your family you work just to make it through the fucking day <laughs> Like, yeah, just just to, to just to eat some damn food at the end of the day and have enough yeah. to fucking pay whatever closet you're living out of. Yeah, the place is obviously inevitably by by modern 2023 Western standards a shithole is what I would call it if I drove past it. 
That's what I do when I drive past Boston or in Boston. This place is fucking shithole, dude. Get me out of here. Just get me out of here. I hate this. I hate people. Give me, give me away from all. Yeah. I hate them all. People okay. can suck. Yeah, dude. I just don't even want to talk to them. Yeah. If I don't talk to you, dude, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll reach out. Otherwise, don't talk to me. If I want to talk to you, I'll, I have your number. If not, I'm not asking for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It better be important. <laughs> Okay, so Otomo Prime is the capital because of its manufacturing capabilities. It has like an unrivaled capacity to manufacture Lehman Russes. And they aren't just regular Lehman Russes either. They are um, Lehman Russes made out of the <clears throat> what's called Mobian steel, which is made from Mobian iron. And I guess Otomo Prime is the only place you can get the minerals created, or the, mineral, the, or the only place that minerals naturally occur to create the Mobian iron, which is then used to create the Mobian steel, which creates a much uh, like hardier, tougher, maybe even lighter steel that's used to create like an insane amount of Lehman Russ. It said that one of the factories, like Lehman Russ factories on Atomo Prime, it creates uh, an equivalent amount of Lehman Russes to like three of the average Lehman Russ factories found on other planet on other other planets. Damn. So that's where the money is. Therefore, that's where the politicians are and the capital yeah, would naturally know, be. Gr- yeah, absolutely. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there's only war, right? Yeah. And so yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the industrial war complex or whatever it is, never been bigger in the Imperium. Never been bigger. <laughs> it's great. Boom, business is booming. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's this is, you know, and you can create Lehman Russes at a rate faster than anybody else can. Uh, this is what happens. You become the capital world, right? Yeah. It seems like a layup, honestly. Like, who's arguing that decision? Yeah, exactly. So the uh, the sector lord is Lord Margrave and uh, is frequently referred to as Lord Mobian because they're the lord of not only Atomal Prime, but uh, the entire Mobian domain, which consists of many worlds. Uh, some of the more notable worlds. Oh, before we get to that, so Lord Margrave has only like in recent history taken the mantle of uh, Lord Mobian, and mm. before that, it was it's like a Margrave is like a noble house on the planet, and so before that, it was um, House Barquette, and so there's, I guess, I don't. I'm assuming the hive is so big that there's still places within the hive that are not completely you know, infested with zombies and all the Nurgle things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you went to one of those places, which you don't in the game, you would see people wearing, like, different colors that align to whatever noble house they support. Some people support the new, uh, like, House Margrave, and some people, depending on what color they're wearing, or colors they're wearing, would support uh, Barquette. Uh, there might be even people who don't who don't know things changed. Probably like way down there, dude. They're just like, dude. I have no idea what's going on up there. I'm just, I'm just fighting down here, fighting to survive. They're just like, hey, do you, do you support? Do you support uh, Mobane coming to power or Margrave coming to power here? And they're just like, who? <laughs> who is that? Yeah, you know the new, new Lord Mobian. They're like, what's Mobian? <laughs> Where? I just saw Bar- yeah. Barkhead the other day. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, some of the other worlds in 
uh, the Mobian domain are Crucis, which is a, a shrine world. There is Branks Magna, which is the most populated world in domain, despite uh, Atomo Prime having 90 billion. Uh, Branks Magna is like a factory world, and it says there's manufactorums like the size of continents producing, you know, whatever goods the Imperium wants day in and day out, 24-7. Uh, the ruling Would house. Can you imagine of, going to a factory that's the size of like, I don't know, Europe? Yeah, dude. Can you, like, even if it was the size of our small state, New Hampshire, you'd be like, "Holy shit, dude! Who who put who fucking footed the bill for this They're one?" Like, like, no, you got to go to HR for that. What HR's on the other side of the building? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three day yeah, drive. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, imagine if it was like restrained to like forklifts or like like little like. You ever seen been in a big factory where they are like. I'm driving around my little golf cart, yeah. like getting from one place to the other because it's so big. I mean, they got yeah, dude. Drive to drive to the other side. Drive to fucking here to Concord in a no golf cart. They got to have like subway systems installed in that. I mean, oh, come yeah. on, right? It's probably like an airport. So they just <laughs> bullet trains just rip. That's a tough day. I mean, so, that's nuts. Yeah. But all right, so sorry. I just like the sheer size of that is just ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's insane. Um. So Brinks Magna, as I said, is a, like a giant factory world. Right. Uh, its ruling house is Van Spacey, which just made me think like Kevin Spacey was just up in that bitch running that place. That was my immediate thought was Kevin Spacey, but is, I don't think that's even how you spell his name. No, no I think it's with a name. Y, but I don't know. He's he's been in the news pretty much recently, so we can, you still want to can check that. Yeah, isn't he like a like a pedophile or something like that? I, I don't know. Apparently, everyone who's 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 who. Everyone who's, um, I saw it was like a funny meme, like everyone who's accused him is uh, all of a sudden not, not, um, around anymore. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, okay. What we got? We're Syria, uh, small agri world. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it makes crops, but, uh, on a planet scale, not really sure how that works. I feel like most planets not the entire thing is good for making crops, I guess. But I guess if the uh, if the admex on your side, you can just terraform it, do whatever right. the fuck you want, <laughs> make it work, make it worth uh, you know farming the entire planet. Yeah, I mean when you when you produce you know three times the Lehman Russes, they'll be like, hey, this, you want this water planet to just make make crops? Sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, corn, corn. We need more ethanol for our fuel. <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna make this entire planet make corn. <laughs> Okay, uh, we got Mornax, mining world. Uh, it's just they have a hardy and dour populace. A lot of this stuff, like these worlds, come just from the character creation in the game. Yeah, which is you can you can select what world you're from, right? You, one of them is um, Cadia, and it's just asteroids <laughs> just floating around. Yo, like, it'll show the world like depending on what world you like. Oh, this one is like a nice, like beautiful, like Earth looking world, or Syria, the Agra world. It's like no, I'm, I'm from Cadia, and it's just. Asteroids going through space. Damn. Yep. <clears throat> Tough. Uh, we have Pavane, which is like the most recently colonized world in the system. Uh, population rapidly growing, which means the natural resources are rapidly depleting, presumably. presumably right. <laughs> about to be gone entirely. Uh, last, we have Incron, which is an ocean world, which I feel like we don't hear enough about ocean worlds very much. Yeah. I feel like you they'd be like, the most. The story ever happened? I feel like they would actually be the more, or I guess not. I guess not more, but yeah, ocean worlds, or like ice worlds, would be like the more like kind of like 
thought out in a universe. I don't know, in space. I feel yeah. like it's either a lot of water or no water. There's no water, yeah. That's how Atoma Prime is. I think it's the entire thing is a desert, yeah. basically, outside of the outside of Hive Tertium. So uh so Inkron is an ocean world and uh it's it is fittingly the home of the Mobian like sectors navy. Yeah, I thought this was funny. Yeah, this is uh I call it like Mobian Hawaii, yeah, basically. Right. So, guess like, why does the space navy care about water? Like, they don't. It's just they like, don't. We're just gonna put. <laughs> they might as well be the fucking navy there, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we remember that time back in the day when we used to sit. The navy <laughs> sailed around on water. So, we're going to Inkron right now. Right. Okay. And so that in that and that in that world, they just have floating hive islands. Like that's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Like what happens yeah. if one of the, I don't know how that works. Too. One of those things malfunctions. Just thirty billion Six. people. Just well, I mean, no one would really care. <laughs> Can we get another one down here? <laughs> yeah. Um, that reminds me. What, did we did we did we skip that over? And then uh, maybe we didn't skip it. I was talking about how I want. I wrote down how I wanted to see because the the uh, hypertrium is so big, and we have that like bird's eye view from orbit look of it. I'd love to see like a mission where in the game or a cinematic where maybe the foe, which is like the dregs and the scabs, these people that's mostly the cult of admonition, which we'll get we'll get to, maybe compromise the the hive in such a way that it like a huge not a huge portion. Well, relatively huge, but not and actually, you know, it not like a quarter of the of the uh, of the hive, but maybe like a hundred square miles of it, or something retarded like that. You know, just collapses, like just falls in on itself. Because can you imagine the architectural engineering required to build something that not only goes like into the ground, like hundreds and or even thousands of feet, but also goes into the sky, like miles and miles and miles. Yeah, like it has to be supported somehow. So I feel like it could be compromised pretty fucking easily if you just start cutting shit. Yeah, dude, get your Makita saws all out and just start cutting beams down. It's just going to come tumbling down pretty quick, I feel like. Yeah, I, well, I always feel like they're an earthquake away from just never existing ever. I mean, like... Yeah. Do they... Do they, they must man, have, you know, schematics to say they don't build on a fucking fault line. This thing's... <laughs> oh, they 100% do. Imagine. are like, dude, half the earth is already excavated for us. This is going to be the best place to build. <laughs> So, I yeah I feel like I, I I feel like I skipped over that. But anyhow, uh, so the domain the Mobian domain's borders are like in constant flux, and there's this vague Xenos and Heretic Chaos threat uh, that is referred to sort of collectively as the Dark Tide. That's where the name comes from. Because right. um, they're always threatening. They're still kind of like disconnected worlds. from the Imperium. Like they're like or like what's really going on in detail. Yeah, they're trying to figure out. I think like your mission as one of these rejects is to basically go down there and sell your life to get even the most useless morsel of information you can get. Right. Which is great, uh, but I don't know where I'm going with with the but. But anyhow, that's what's happening is there's this dark tide. Most of the people are in the in the Mobian domain don't really have, like, most people in the Imperium don't have a full understanding, like you and I do, of chaos and the Xenos and the threat that it represents. How you can think that you're a 
a noble citizen of the Imperium, but you even let like one little hint of Nurgle's corruption. You have one little sympathetic thought towards the idea of Nurgle. It could infiltrate itself, you know, into your into your psyche. And so these people are just left in ignorance. And so to them, this this constant threat that they are constantly working to provide resources for, or whether it's you know Lehman Rust tanks or just people conscripted into the Mobian regiments, uh, that threat is called the Dark Tide. So that's where that that's where that lore comes from. No, that makes sense. I didn't know that. That was a cool little uh, nugget that you wrote yeah. in there. That was um, I like I yeah. like that uh, that. Uh, I guess theme or whatever we want to call it, but that was yeah. a cool one. They, um, I always thought that it was just like that is what the people are calling like this, like the Nurgle invasion. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the whole sector just calls this ongoing war called the Fringe War that the sector's been fighting for literally thousands of years at this point. Yeah. They call the whole thing like, like the forces they're fighting against are the Dark Tide. I just imagine it was the shithole basement of the Hive World. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's where it's recently, you know, really taken taken hold is the shithole basement. So, um, the main one of the, the the main like driving factor for this is is this um, thing called the Cult of Admonition. However, they've been supplemented by the Mobian Six. So there's entire guards or entire regiments of Imperial Guard that are conscripted just to defend the Mobian domain and fight this fringe war against the Dark Tide that's always happening. And one of them is the Mobian Six that was sent out there to fight the Dark Tide when they are brought back to Atoma Prime to sort of put down the uprising of this cult of admonition. Uh, they reveal to everyone that, hey, we kind of like this cult of admonition, so we're going to fight with them instead. Which is scary because now that you have this entire Imperial Guard regiment that has been battle-hardened, veterans mm-hmm. with all the resources, you know, Lehman Russes and fucking Las Guns and Shotguns and fucking Ogrins, mm-hmm. those were a thing. Invited back into they, into the Hive Planet. They're already, yeah, yeah, they're already in the city. Yeah. They're already there. So it's a little bit far-fetched, I think, that you, as a just some random reject... They call you frequently rejects, but you're basically a felon. Uh, <laughs> could wage a successful war against yeah. the uh, the Mobian Sixth. But I guess the sort of... You, I mean, from your perspective, you are like always... You're like just playing the game and your character is always alive. But the general theory is that there's so many of you... So many of you like... Yeah. basically criminals that we're just throwing you at yeah. this at this problem. They're essentially doing the same thing the cult's doing just from like the perspective of the Inquisition. Exactly. But like, yeah, like your your character doesn't, you know, the character you play through doesn't really see that. But if we were to probably scale out. Yeah. Yeah, my, my tablet just died. My video is gone. No. It's done for. No. Yeah. It's your loss, man. Yeah, I know. Now I'm <laughs> looking at a penguin with a hat on its head or a book yeah. on its head. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Um, I feel like we, I feel like I just skipped around a ton. Just went balls to the wall. Just started ripping through shit that I didn't even wasn't even reading. Oh, I know we talked about um, 
hive tertium and how there's like huge air spaces. Basically, like you could fly like any sort of flyer or starship into the hive and be surrounded by the hive on all sides and be flying around. Because there's like these huge spaces we talked about. You can look up in the sky and see, you know, what you thought maybe were stars, but now you can see like the dome of like some sort of crazy building and artificial lights and shit, right? Right, yeah. So there's enough space in there to like fly humongous ships. Just That's nuts. Yeah, the hive's humongous, and it was originally three smaller hive cities that just grew basically into one another and created hive tertium. Yeah, so which it was three hive cities created into one. Boy, and that's I mean, I don't know a huge um, a amount of detail in regards to uh, city building in the forty first millennia here, but um, <laughs> I, I can imagine they weren't intent they weren't built that close to each other at first. They were probably built within yep. pretty good distance, and now all of a sudden they've just converged. Yeah. If you watch the trailer from orbit, like you just don't even realize. Yeah. Like unless you really put it in perspective, like put the whole world in your view and be like, "Holy shit, dude! Mm-hmm. This city is humongous." Yeah. It's like the size of the East Coast of the United States. It's, it's huge. That's nuts. But I mean, so, it's, it's definitely. Uh, overkill 40 uh 40k theme oh yeah we just take it to yeah just we, t- we crank, crank it to 10 and then we just break the knob and keep going <laughs> and crank it further so so it reminded me i'm not sure so i have a uh, a weeaboo moment here i'm not a weeaboo i've watched like three animes in my whole life but one of them that came the most recommended was this one called and it's referred to as nge is an acronym for neon Genesis Evangelion, and that's what it reminds me of the uh, the city. It's like if you, when you're playing the game, you look up, you can see their buildings, but they're like inverted. Like if you're looking at a city from above, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like. And in NGE, there's like this place called Tokyo Three, which is like Tokyo, but when there's danger nearby, when one of these angels appears. Uh, it sort of just like goes into the ground, like all the buildings just like go whoop, and they just fall into the ground. So then, like, and there's like this huge cavernous space underground. So then you look up if you're in that space, and it looks like there's an upside down city above you. That's what it reminded me of. So, yeah, it's a promise. I'm not a weeaboo. I mean, I probably just completely botched the description of Tokyo Three, but <laughs> you know. there are some banger fucking uh what's it called yeah I, I know i've so got i've got a few i've got a few friends who are like who, who surprisingly like like brian you know him like he's surprisingly like they're super into him yeah. and i'm like oh, sure yeah uh, sure. i can't i it. cannot i don't know what it is just can't get into them never have been able to so like i guess invincible would technically be an anime is that right yeah i guess technically yeah invincible is really good um Still, I think my favorite one, dude, that's I still think about, like, still... Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this one. affects me a little bit is Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is so good. I can't remember. Have you watched that? No, I have not watched that one, though. Dude. I know it's highly recommended by you. But, I mean, like, even, like, they were, like... They got two friends who were just, like, huge in, like, Naruto. Like, just were, like, gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. And I'm like, Gotta geez, watch it. Like, or, Dude, there's so many episodes of that. I know, and like I have say, friends like that too. There's so many. And it's like, how can you f- put any that in like Dragon Ball Z? It's just like I'm like, there's filler episodes. Yeah, 
that, that are nothing. It's like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I've watched most of the Star Wars ones, and I'm like, that episode was pointless. Mm-hmm. I'm, sti- I'm skipping that. Yeah, I know. So I end up looking uh, up like a watch guide. Watch these ones. Yeah, so like the the Clone Wars one, Disney actually did like the um, like if like if you just want to watch like the important episodes, they actually had like a playlist from the series of just like Clone Wars. Specific. <laughs> Disney did there, and they realized like, yeah, some of this shit is just it's, so uh, it is shit. Some of it was just had zero need to ever be in there. It was just like to yeah. to give like Padme a backstory, like a little more backstory. Yeah, it was entertainment give, for children, right? Or to give like Kenobi's lover a backstory, and you know what I mean? It's just like okay, well, yeah. it, I don't care about that. I want to see. Want to see fucking clones fighting droids and yeah. what's happening? Like why? Like why are we calling this? Why are we calling this uh, apprentice from episode two now a general in episode three? Like what happened? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, skipped. Right, exactly. So, um, and you know, but yeah. So that was a uh, that was a nice little tangent there. Um, oh, absolutely. So any place outside of Atoma Prime is referred to as the Witherlands or just the outside. If you're saying, I'm going outside, you're like, wow, dude, you're really just taking your life in your own hands or you're going outside. But I mean, some people might be doing it. There might be like a mass exodus outside of Hypedertian <laughs> right now because <laughs> the horrible, awful desert out there, the wasteland, might be better than... Um, you know, Nurgle's unending entropy. I'm sure they just have an open door, and like, I think we'd be surprised to know the number of people just walking out to just end just it. Like, I'm getting out of here, dude. I'm getting out of here. Like, it's hundreds of thousands, and they're like, that's not a drop in the bucket. Get out of yeah. here, you. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. So, it'd be cool if there was like, there'll never be a mission out there, but for some reason, I'm really interested into like, what happens because they said there's like raiders and gangs and shit out there and how they survive and it's it's probably just like the ash waste of necromunda you know could you same sort of could you imagine like an rpg like skyrim or fallout 4 in this universe do you know unreal i would never leave my house if that was the case (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'd be so like just starting like you literally come out the gate like as a neophyte That'd be sweet. I'd have to work up to your okay. power armor. Oh boy, dude. Okay, here's my pitch. We've I think we've talked about this before. Here's my pitch for Dark Tide, Dark 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 Tide, Dark Tide New Game Plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dark Tide Two, whatever we want. It wouldn't be Dark Tide, but it'd be something else. Same general gameplay theory. Okay. Maybe not the level thirty grind thing, but same sort of uh, kill the masses. You know, massive hordes of enemies. Instead of playing a like prison reject, right? Mm-hmm. You play as a Death Watch Marine, so you have to like customize your chapter and all this other, all your weapons and shit. You have like all this crazy archaeotech yep. that only the Death Watch has, right? Mm-hmm. And you're fighting orcs. Love it. Just hordes of orcs. Yeah. Like they could. It's like the same thing, but you're playing as Space Marines instead. Yeah, I mean that would be awesome. Which maybe makes it, which maybe makes it a shitty game for us because it's like the same thing, but. People but, would sell it just because it's Death Watch, just because you're playing as a Space Marine. Yeah, but I mean, with like, four of the Space Marines. Do, do you remember how, how, or do you know how successful like the the space the Space Hulk games were? That's yeah. all it was was just the Deathwing Terminator fighting hordes of fucking um, Tyranids. Just Tyranids, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what that's so, kind of what Dark Tide is, and you could even sprinkle in some Gene Stealer cult every here and there, or 
Chaos Cultist. Oh, you could. You, you could, could be. It could be like like Octarius War. There's fucking Tyranids and yeah, and orcs, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd I mean, be pretty cool. I mean, so. and again, like the video games is going to be the best way to take, um, like the from from the book how strong a, a space marine is and actually represent that. And like you know, like yeah, because the game obviously doesn't do it. Like the like the tabletop and the books obviously kill it. Like that yeah. would be the best representation of like how badass the space marine is. Yeah, I always thought in Dark Tide they should have had one level where like you see a space marine mm-hmm. or something like that, or even if it was a plague marine. Yeah, who was like like the champion of this cult of admonition, right? Yeah, and just they just fuck you up you know what i mean like it's not even a contest like you are just a no absolute fucking nobody to them yeah exactly it would be it would be pretty cool just to put it just to put it in perspective like oh like here's your mission go kill this guy and you just die immediately <laughs> he's like yeah i died immediately kills you the I, but i like that what you're saying because like didn't that gray knights game do something similar where you had like it was like almost like squad building when on your deployment based on like certain guys i don't know if you played that one do you remember that one that gray knight one yeah, I beat it. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you? Couldn't you like kind of pick and choose or customize your like gray knights? Yeah, you could. You could change how they look and like all their iconography and heraldry and shit. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, you could do that and like like just get like change a, their class, just yeah. like a four person like death yeah. watch squad. And yeah, one of them's a gunner. One of them's got close weapons. And one of them's just a bolter, shotguns. You could do a lot with that. Pick your chapter. Make a custom chapter. Just make like remember mm-hmm. like the old Black Ops, like Call of Duty Black Ops, like emblem maker. People make all the kinds of ridiculous shit, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, like have something like that where you could just like here's my chapter emblem. Mm-hmm. Someone would have like a huge dick on the, for their chapter a emblem, but it'd be thousand <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyhow, another tangent. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would, I would play that in a fucking. I'd, I'd buy a gaming PC just to play that kind of a game. Like it would just be so oh, much fun. For sure, for sure. And you could just plug and play your character. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna take my gunner from my Imperial Fist chapter and yeah. bring it into your game, and we can just go fucking smoke some fucking dungeons. Because that's yeah. really what the game is. It's just a dungeon dweller, right? Yeah, you just like doing it's mostly killing stuff yeah with some intermittent tasks in between that makes the killing things a little bit more difficult right. but right but it's like it's it's like um start here end here it's very linear yes hordes yes. yeah some mini bosses yep. all the way up to a big boss exactly there's some challenges or whatever yeah i mean it's a lot of it's focused around cr- like cr- finding or creating like better weapons or whatever uh-huh. yeah and like creating this like build of your perks and shit that is really good at one thing or maybe mm-hmm. uh jack of all trades master of none type deal yeah can't wait that would so, be awesome yeah. if they could do that oh that'd be sweet i don't think it will ever happen but yeah, who knows yeah. maybe it'll keep growing maybe let's let's go henry uh, cavill save it save just, it. <laughs> make a video game too yeah, just <laughs> after the show is is hugely successful go right into the video games yeah yeah i mean what what is he, a fucking coward? Why, why wouldn't Come he? Come on. All right. So that's the background of Atoma, Atoma Prime, um, Hive Tertium. Uh, so where do where do you come in as the reject? As I said, you come in as one of the four classes, a zealot, obviously. A extremely pious person. Uh, a veteran, like a veteran of the guard. An ogren. 
not much explaining needed there. Or a psyker again, not much. The ogre and the psyker kind of just probably in jail for being for the same reason, just being themselves. Right. <laughs> the zealot, and you you do get to pick like what your crime was in the game. I can't remember what the what the options are, but the game That's starts true. and you're on this pr- you're on this prison ship. Because why would you have a prison on ground when it could be a ship, right? And go collect all the mm-hmm. you know near dwells of society. Uh, you're on this prison ship called the Tancred Bastion. Fair, great name. <laughs> yeah, that's the second vessel name uh, of the uh, of the episode. Arguably better than the Morning Star. Mm-hmm. Morning Star is cool, but uh, not that cool. No, not not that. Not Morning Star is cool because a Morning Star is a weapon, mm-hmm. but this one is spelled morning as in like I'm mourning the death of somebody. Yeah. So, kind of cool. Kind of a cool name if you look into it a little bit further. Tankard Bastion, cooler. Uh, so the Tankard Bastion, while you're a prisoner on it, is raided by the Mopian Sixth, the uh, the traitor uh, guard regiment. And they, in their raid, uh, accidentally free you. And they make this comment that you're going to be left to be, uh, you know, food for the poxers, which are pox walkers, basically. And their mission while they're there is to free this guy named Captain Captain Wolfer. Uh, yeah. Uh, you escape with a shovel. Great weapon. Weapon of opportunity. Shovel. Great, I mean, great one. Hey, sometimes you got to survive somehow, you know. Of all the weapons of opportunity, a shovel's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Uh in your escape, you, rec- you are recognized as being potentially uh, valuable by someone named e- Explicator Zola. And she is one of the people in Inquisitor Grendel's uh, retinue. And you escape with her and your sort of saviors aboard uh, uh, an Imperial like guard Valkyrie. Uh, this one you brought back to the Morningstar. Which again is that the requisitioned rogue trader ship. And now you are sort of this guy saves you, so to speak. Grendel, like, you, he's really got you by the balls. It's like, now you're going to work for me. Mm-hmm. You don't actually ever see him. The only time you see him is in this, like, hologram that's playing, but his face and, like, voice change several times throughout the whole thing just to keep, just to, like, maintain his anonymity. So, Damn. Uh, most of the time you're getting orders from suspicious, this guy. Suspicious, named, suspicious uh, dude, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, his name's Interrogator Rennick, who is the guy who's like your your sort of go between between you and the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's constantly reminding you just how expendable you are. Like you're a piece of shit. You are the detritus flowing down the uh, the sewage pipe of humanity on your way to be expelled forever. We all need, I guess, someone in our lives like that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what we are, too. <laughs> but we've convinced ourselves in our head that we are not. I'm the main character. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This whole <laughs> thing is about me. From the time life began, it's been leading to this one moment. So, anyhow. And then you, from there, you sort of go off on your various missions doing various things that are actually pretty insignificant, but... Um, somewhat helpful to the uh, the resistance. And I think the whole purpose is to just sort of figure out what the hell's going on here. Right. So the Inquisitor can form some sort of bigger plan. Because the Inquisitor, wherever he may be, uh, has a lot of sway, a lot of authority. He can call in other Imperial Guard regiments and kind of just order people around and tell them what to do. So maybe someday that'll happen. Maybe someday they'll be like, hey, uh, there's a new 
regiment here that's helping us. And that'll be all we get, really. But anyhow. Some of the enemies you may face uh, in your time of service within Hive Tertium. As I said, there are... There's many of them, but there's some of them are poxers, which are poxwalkers. Uh, any and or all of them carry the mark of Nurgle in some way. Some of them, as I said, are basically zombies or poxwalkers, just undead. Uh, other than, others have received blessings from Nurgle in one way or another. Some of them are just straight up beasts of Nurgle, demons, chaos spawn, uh, demon hosts. There's all kinds of things. Wow. We fight so- plague ogrins too. Plague ogrins, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're huge, dude. Like ogrins are big. These plague ogrins are like twenty feet tall. I want a plague ogre in my death guard now. That'd be cool, dude. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Um, on that note, I saw a picture someone made. They made like a traitor guard, like a blooded kill team mm-hmm. that was modeled after the Moby and Six traitors. Oh yeah, it was fucking. Oh, chef's kiss. The, on the money. I gotta try to find that one then. Is on Reddit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I just looked up like Mobian 6th miniatures or Mobian 6th like kit bash or something like that. I can't remember what I looked up but it came up. If I find it, I'll send it to you. Definitely. So great. Really good. Really just nailed it. Um, the sort of main adversary other than like the Dark Tide in general is this guy named Captain Wolfer who was a captain of the Mopian Sixth. As I said, he was freed in that raid, the the same raid on the right. tank raid bastion that sort of incidentally freed you. And uh, during the intro, you can see him on his knees uh, sort of pledging his services or his forces to the Cult of Admonition, which is... The Cult of Admonition is just a chaos cult that worships Nurgle. And in the game, they are uh, collectively referred to as dregs. And... They've really sort of got their grips on Hive Tertium now, it seems like. It's, it's really hard to tell because you don't, don't know, like, how much of Tertium you're really experiencing. Is what you're experiencing, like, the like the overall sort of average for people in the Hive? Or are you just, like, in this one really shitty, awful place down in the depths that is terrible and everyone else is sort of still living their their regular life because it's, it's so big? I don't know. It's hard to say. Whatever it is, it is definitely a problem, whether or not it's large enough right now or not. It's definitely a problem. And the dregs can be, like, very easily distinguished by their, like, green and yellow uh, garb that they're always wearing. Some of them have some armor plating, but just like most Nurgle stuff, they're wearing, like, the greenish-yellow, nasty, decaying, rotting, whatever. Uh... And like everyone else in Chaos, they have, you know, spikes and chains right. and skulls and trophies and things like it, that, too. It, you can't be Chaos without it. Yeah, I mean, are you really even Chaos if you don't have it? Nope. No. No. Nope. Uh, they're always sort of rambling about uh, the truth. And it's some sort of, obviously, some sort of nod to, like, the inevitable embrace of... Nurgle, you know, death, rot, decay, and everlasting life within, you know, entropy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is Nurgle shit. Yeah. Classic uh, folly of chaos, you know? Yeah, no, it, you know, the weak, the weak-minded, you know, weak-willed, I guess. Yeah. Turning away from the light of the emperor. Bitches. Bitches, dude. Okay, you're one of those bitches, dude. You have a Death Guard <laughs> army. <laughs> 
so obviously their goal is to spread you know this truth as far and as wide as possible starting in hive tertium which sounds like a great place to do it have you seen the intro where it shows like this lady in like her uh like habitat what do they call them like habitation chamber or something like that mm-hmm. if i was gonna 40k if i and it shows her like becoming a pox walker no it's kind of fucked up it's kind of fucked up i'll have to look that up it's like in one of the trailers for like it it's like it's like panning around the room and she's standing in the same place and like like it skips time and like you can see the chamber's like degrading like no one's taking care of it and then she is like decaying and rotting and just hunching over and flesh is falling off her and then she turns to a pox walker and she's all fucked up and then you play the game and you kill like Tens of thousands of them. <laughs> so it's really great. Um, so they conjure all kinds of weird uh, creatures. Obviously, it, this aids them in their goal to spread the truth. Uh, they have Plague Ogrins, as we said, Beast of Nurgle, Demon Host, Chaos Spawn. I think that's it. Chaos Spawn's the most recent addition. That's cool. It. I like that yeah, they are adding new, kind of new things, up. though. Yeah, the demon hosts are were cool, and they were they they are still cool because if you if you aggro one, you're like we're fucked, we're so fucked. It just like auto kills two of your people. The spawn, unless you kill it first. Yeah, no, the uh, demon host. Oh, does. the demon host. Yeah, yeah, like beats you down, and then just picks you up and kills you, and then it'll do another one mm-hmm. unless you kill it fast enough. But it'll only do two, and then it'll like teleport away. So, so it's like it's like one of those ones it. where like if you piss it off like in like an absolute chaotic moment, you could be fucked. Yeah, like sometimes you'll be shooting enemies and you'll just like rip a shot that misses like past them and you'll hit the demon host that you can't even, like don't even know it's there. Yeah. Like it's, it makes like these audible whisperings or it, for some reason like saying the word buzz, it goes like buzz, 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 buzz. And you hear that, you're like, oh shit, demon host. Sometimes you hit it and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. You, you see the red bar appear on top of the screen and you're like, god damn it. Yeah. I'm so. starting to think it was, like, oh, um, it was that Left for Dead used to do that. Yep, same thing. It's like the uh, this the what are they the witches yep. in, in Left exactly. So, yep. So, yeah, dude, have you sucked. seen? Yes, it's basically that, basically that. Except there's like almost zero hope of you killing it before yeah. it kills one person at least. So, have you seen that video of the greatest cry ever? Mm-mm. It's like this. It's this. It's this dude crying and. He doesn't even really look like he's crying, but it's just like, Aah! just like this constant, like monotone pitch of him crying. Yeah. When you said it, Left 4 Dead 2, it reminded me of it because we put me and my buddies used to play it. We had a, we had mods installed where the the witch's crying was that cry. <laughs> <laughs> so you just be like walking off and you hear Aah! like off in the distance, and then the witches were modeled as uh, Osama bin Laden. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Oh, and then the uh the uh what are they, the tanks yeah. in Left 4 Dead were Shrek. Yo, what a fuck. And so it's it start playing it start playing smash 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 mouth when a tank showed up and just ripping Shrek voice lines. <laughs> Get out of my swamp and then fucking come and beat you up, dude. It was hilarious. <laughs> How do people think so of this funny. shit, man? <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. That's just like an underrated... That's just an underrated... Uh, like, I would never put Shrek and Shrek lines in there. And then, like, 
that would I wouldn't be able to function in that game. I'd be laughing my ass off the whole fucking time. Dude, we were laughing so hard because there's one where you're like in this mansion, like waiting for like this little ferry to cross this river, right? Mm-hmm. And like three tanks show up. <laughs> they're all and just it's just smash mouth ripping, and they're just it's literally Shrek throwing rocks at you and donkey and fucking. <laughs> Kicking your ass, dude. And there's three of them doing it all at all the time. It's like it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Focus. That would be yeah. so funny. I I would love to play more modded games, but PC, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sucks being a console gamer. Yeah, it does. Has its days. Yeah. Yep. So the scab. So there's the dregs. Uh, it's like one class of enemy. That's the cult of Admi- admonition. These are the people that are just the chaos worshippers right. of Nurgle, right? Mm-hmm. And the scabs are the sort of traitor elements of the Mobian Six. Oh, okay. And they're very easy to tell apart. The, the scabs look like they're a guard. A lot of them have like carapace armor on. Mm-hmm. Clearly, obviously, prior guard. Uh, they have, as you said, uh, sort of pledged their service or maybe forced to by Captain Wolfer. Uh, they've pledged, pledged their service to the Cult of Admonition and therefore Nurgle. Right. So, like I said earlier, like this is, I feel like, underrated threat because you have this whole battle-hardened regiment of Imperial Guard with their gear that are now, you know, fallen to, to Nurgle. So, yeah, I mean... Tall order for some felons to, that's uh, what, to fix that's that. That's what I was going to say. Like, that, that seems like a bigger red alert than just being like, let's just send some convicts that... Yeah. Will probably work. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like uh the smaller scale version of the entire like uh fleet cordis of the Indominus fleet or cordis fleet, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Falling to corn. Yeah. Right. So yeah. That's what it reminds me not of. A, but just not as catastrophic. Much, much smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. Uh so they've recently introduced these two people, the the Karnak twins. Rinda and Rodin. Oh, Karnak. Rindon, Rodin, Karnak, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you have kids, multiple kids, they always have to have the same starting, like, the first letter of their name, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Especially if they're twins. I, I, you know? I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's like just Western law, I think. Yeah. I, I, so many people do that. I, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either, honestly. Don't like it. Not a big fan of that. Because at some point... You hit the threshold of, like, you're really fishing for names. <clears throat> yeah, I would I would agree with that for sure. You're definitely fishing for names, um, depending on what yeah. that first name is. Uh, yeah. That was, it, was a, it was a hard no for me when, when we were going through it. I don't think Lindsay cared either, but I was just like, I'm not. Okay, so K's are off the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so the, the Karnak twins, Rinda and Roden, mm-hmm. are... Captain Wolfer's like two most truf- trusted uh, lieutenants, uh, lieutenants. If you're British, you know, despite there being no F in there. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to chirp that real quick. Uh, so they've been re- re- recently let off the leash by Cap- uh, Captain Wolfer, and I guess in the game they like I haven't played it since they've come out. I don't think they like ambush you. Like you'll just be in a sort of yeah, uh, you know benign part of the level and then all of a sudden there'll be like a boss fight with one of the twins yeah i actually watched the someone play this okay yeah, yeah and that's kind of what happens they're just like told to kill him and all of a sudden you're just playing through it and then all of a sudden you've got one in your in your face until you get to the yeah. end and they're like all right now now they're ready 
and you have to just get to their final boss stage. Gotcha, gotcha. But it looked pretty, pretty fucking intense, not going to lie. The game is pretty fun, dude. Like, yeah. it just gets redundant. By the time you hit level 30 and, like, the real game starts, you're just like, you're you've like, seen it all, like, you know? Yeah. Or at least they are the adding fuck. new stuff. Like, that's, it seems they supported are, to are. be, like, saying, like, hey, new enemies, so, new yeah. new stories or new dungeons. Um, yeah, so if you already have characters that are level 30 and you come back to it after they add stuff, it's, yeah. like, might be. A, that's the only boon I guess it has. Yeah. Is they're adding shit in a way that it's more playable if you... But how, how long is it going to be supported for? That's going to be the real question. Yeah. That's the question. So, obviously, the scabs are in uh, full support of the Cult of Admonition, but I think one of their lesser, no, not lesser, but sub-objectives, maybe number one after uh, supporting Cult of Admonition, is takeover of this thing called Meltafab 36, which is a Lehman Rust factory. And obviously, they want to produce more of their own Lehman Rust tanks. Yeah, So and that'll be a lot of tanks. Because I hear they produce yeah. three times as much as the rest of the Imperium. That's the word on the street. <laughs> the word on the Imperial street is that Meltafab 36 cranks out some fucking Lehman Russes. So, yeah. Makes sense. Maybe we should get you think like it, a few space marines to just stand guard on it. Maybe. Maybe. No, we're going to send convicts down there <laughs> with shitty weapons and see what they can do. Um, do you think that the average Imperial Guardsman knows what a Lehman Russ is named after. They're like, who's the, what the fuck's a Lehman Russ? I, I bet most people just know it, know it to be a tank. That's what I'm thinking. They're just like, yeah, it's a Lehman Russ tank. Like, that's the guy that invented it or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Some dude, not. some dude way above my pay grade up in the stars up there in that tower said it's a labor. They might not even know it's, that there's other Lehman Russes out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, other well, guards might show Because I feel like a Lehman... Go ahead. No, it's the other guards might show off and they should pull off and be like, hey, where'd you get our Lehman Russ? <laughs> Wait, you have those too? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I feel like the same thing, but less so with the Rogaldorn. I feel like people have a higher chance of knowing who Rogaldorn is than Lehman Russ. I, I would, I would agree. Well, Rogaldorn was like, definitely is Chad in the McHugh. history of, of the, not, I mean, the history of just the, yeah, the defense they, alone yeah. of Terra. Like, well, yeah. If they know any of, like, the Siege of Terra lore, they're like, yeah, the right. Rogaldorn, man. Yeah, so. And that's badass, because that's, that's their newest tank. Have you seen which, the Rogaldorn tank? Not in person, It is no. surprisingly big. That's what I've heard. Like, it's like, people are like, wow, this thing is bigger yeah, than I thought well, it was going to be. I've done double takes at it, and been like, wow. Um, I thought it was just going to be, like, a Lehman Russ, like, with a different attachment. It's not. It's It's not. Yeah, it's the go between between the the Bane Blade and mm-hmm. Lehman Russ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. But that about wraps it up for uh, Dark Tide, Atomal Prime, Hive Tertium, all that good stuff. Uh, this is our last our last chance. Hey, um, I just got my shopping started at eighteen forty four. I just got into Games Workshop. Oh, good. Uh, this is our last chance to ask for your contribution to the podcast. You can go down to podcast history. If only you'd make the small effort to do so. We need people with any sort of artistic talent because we have none to make us zero thumbnail lore and intro music for the podcast. Um, the only thing is 
I feel like a lot of people use uh, like original soundtracks from games and shit mm-hmm. in their videos or in their podcasts, and they never get struck for it. So I'm wondering, like, if you go on Steam and buy the soundtrack, can you just use it, like little snippets of it? I I don't I don't know. I have no idea, dude. I've tried looking it up, and I'm like, dude, this legal jargon is complete fucking gibberish to me. Like, I have no clue what these people are saying at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I... I you try to read that stuff? I, I have... I just took a test on it about um, SEC law, so it, it's terrible. Oh, sounds, sounds fun. <laughs> sounds fun. So if you're one of those people out there and you haven't done it yet, what are you doing? Stop what you're doing right now mm. <laughs> and make this for us. If you do, I will give you a $25 gift card to Games Workshop so you can buy... Half of a box of miniatures. Half a box of miniatures. And at yeah. this rate, you'll get in next weekend. Oh, yeah. To G-dubs. Yeah, the queue. <laughs> yeah. You you too could fall into the queue. Oh, wait. No, I have a warmer account. Uh, yeah. They're still available. Armagers are. So. so buying four? Four. four. No, I already have four. How many more do you need? I think six. You want six? Six yeah. is... That's that's what I need. Yeah, six six seems like the right number. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get six, we'll, we'll be good to go. So, all right, uh, Blake, do you have any have anything else for the wonderful listeners? No. Um, always try to send in any requests, send in pictures, or let us know what you're working on. We love to hear that stuff. Um, I know I'm trying to get more involved in several of my discords to just kind of you know share pictures and. Um, but it's it's definitely definitely something we love to do and love to see. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, oh, I fucked it up, dude. So I shared a video of my Terminator spinning around on the little spin table thing, mm-hmm. and for some reason I don't know why, but it came out like just off center. Like it's just like the video is just one third of the way off the fucking <laughs> screen. Classic. I don't know why, and I posted it, and then I was like. It had a couple likes, and I'm like, do I repost it? I didn't, so now I'm stuck with it. But, yeah, if you want to see what my Terminators look like from my homebrew chapter, they're on there. At uh, the oh, Drop yeah. Pod 40K Podcast, that's on Instagram. It is like so, that, isn't That it? soundtrack, too. Yeah. It really just kind of rustles my jimmies a little bit. I haven't heard that one in a while. I don't know how that one came to my mind, but it did. <laughs> So anyhow, have you listened to the soundtrack in that? The Jesper Kid, the uh, that, that one's in Dark Tide. Oh, is it? Yeah, um, that's a good, good one. So, anyhow. Oh yeah, that one's badass. Yeah, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got. Man. Awesome, man. No, this one, this one, good. I appreciate you shedding some light on um, this backstory because I wanted to play it, but it just it never really made its way to to console. So. Um. Oh yeah, but uh, well, hopefully Space Marine still is uh, on pace to do that and offers crossplay, and we can just like rip through that together and talk about oh, it next that'd year. Be sick, that'd be so sweet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, next year. Like, yeah, might be next year. Might be. Might despite be. it being January sixth of twenty twenty four, it might be next year. It might be. Yeah, <laughs> it possibility exists. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's been great. I always love talking to you, and uh, thank you so much for everyone listening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Take care.